Welcome to another episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. I am compadre Chris, and I am by myself today once more, but I phoned a friend once again, and this time I phoned uh, Richard. I think you're familiar with Richard if you've listened to our previous episodes. He helps us, uh, he provides the power rankings for freelance wrestling. And we've given him the platform to share his power ranking list here at Two Heels in a Face. And I phoned him in. He agreed to share his power rankings this month. You know, some of you will be surprised. I thought that they were really well put together. He explains how he puts this top 10 list together of the freelance roster. So a uh, quick update on Charlie. He is back from his trip. He took care of the things that he needed to take care of at home. He is a little under the weather, so he's getting better. Um, he definitely had to take a trip to the ER, but talk to him. He's doing much better. So let's all send them once again, more positive vibes towards Charlie. Hopefully he gets better. And for next week, we will have an episode for you with Charlie and another special guest. Um, so before I jump into the power rankings with Richard, I did want to do a quick uh, recap of uh, the results from Freelance versus the World 5. And here they are. So Freelance versus the World 5 kicked off with the Freelance Legacy Championship match. And this was a six-way. Matt Nix, Candy Elliott, Kobe Durst, Alex Olsen, Thunder Rosa, and Gringo Loco. Candy picked up the win to become the first Freelance Legacy Champion. And I am very excited to see what's next in, in Candy's career as I think this was a huge leap for him. And also, as I talked to Richard, and, and you know, we talked a little bit about Eye Candy has to set the bar for defining what the Freelance Legacy Champion means at Freelance. So looking forward to that. Followed that match was Davey Bang versus Jesus Bryce. Jesus Bryce came out with a new gimmick, or at least presented it in a new fashion, uh, which I think was very, very interesting. And let me make a, a, a parenthesis here and say, hey, if you have, if you want to watch this show and you haven't watched it, you didn't get a chance to attend the show, visit powerbomb.tv with promo code FREELANCE. That will give you 20 days for free, and you could watch all the action in Freelance vs. 5 and any other freelance show. But Enough of that. I'm not trying to sell you on powerbomb.tv. I just know that I have it. I watch it. And I really enjoy it. And I think I get my money's worth. Uh, Back to the card. We had a Texas bull rope match with Rough Crossing versus Chris Castro. This was a grudge match. It It had history. It had a vicious Chris Castro who came out on top. Really looking forward to the development of this new Chris Castro and in his vicious, more, you know, leaving the funny stuff behind, Chris Castro. So, looking forward to that. Then we had Isaiah Velasquez versus Pat the Project Monix. Um, Isaiah picks up the win. I think this is a feud that's going to be ongoing. Um, or at least I would want to see one more match out of this. Up next, we have a match for the Freelance World Championship. It's all legal, Ethan Page. And he issued an open challenge, and there was no one to answer but, you know, a quote-unquote fan that, um, you know, he, he we know he's a wrestler. 
Ethan cut a promo on him, how he's, you know, carrying his bags and driving them to the show and all this stuff. Um, and this guy's name is Brett Michael David. Um, obviously, he, he took the, you know, he obviously he didn't pick up the win. All Eagle, Ethan Page is still the freelance world champion and basically cut a promo at the end saying that he's hosting the, the, the championship hostage until he gets a worthy opponent to main event the show. Um, I agree. I think it's 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 pretty interesting what they're doing with the freelance championship right now. Looking forward to that a little more. Um, up next, we had the freelance world tag team championship match, the Work Horsemen versus Space Pirates. Unfortunately, there was no winner here due to a double countout, but the War Horsemen are still our champions. I don't know who's going to remove those titles from them because they look pretty strong. Um, as Rashad pointed out, it has been a solid year of the War Horsemen having those titles. Up next, we have a handicap match, Robert Anthony and Frank the Clown versus Kylie Ray. Now, this is not fair. It's an, a handicap match, but that was... No challenge for Kylie Ray. She put up a fight and she picked up the win. For the main event of this very long night, and we say very long night because the show ended around 1 a.m. I want to say. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I think I'm right. It felt long, uh, but it was a fun night nonetheless. So for the main event, we had the Freelance Underground Championship match, best out of five series match with GPA versus Craig Mitchell. Now, this was a hard-hitting match. GPA is the champion. And at freelance, Craig Mitchell picked up the win. And he gets to choose a stipulation for the next match. And he chose a tables match. That was happening the night after, the, after this show at Freelance Underground. At that show, GPA picked up the win. And we're at a 1-1 and a best out of 5. Now, that was the show for Freelance versus The World 5. So we have a few matches announced for the upcoming freelance show, which is Wet Hot American Super Show 2. If you remember, uh, last year we had Wet Hot American Super Show, which it was extremely hard for me to remember the name of this show. And I'm, I think, I guess I'm, I'm getting used to it. I like the fact that we have a number two now. Uh, this show is going to take place on July 5th at the Logan Square Auditorium. And the matches that are announced are the following. Space Pirates versus main state posse for the freelance legacy championship we have eye candy elliot versus effie i think this could be a show stealer match three we have the next announced match is the third match in the best out of five series which is tied one one in this match will be gpa and tony nas versus craig mitchell and a mystery tag team partner for Craig Mitchell. We don't know who it is. We'll be surprised the day of. Um, up next, we have Project Monix versus Royce Isaac. We also have announced Kobe Durst versus Eagle Robert Anthony versus Alex Zane. Following that, another announcement that was made was Darren Corbin, Bucky Collins, and Kenny Sutra versus Levy Everett, Trip Cassidy, and Ace Perry. And I believe the last match that was announced so far is Steve Manders versus Alexander Lee versus Ricky Gibson versus Eric Cannon versus Gregory Iron versus Swaggle. This match seems to have it all. Like, if you're a wrestling fan, this is a match that has all types of 
um, styles and flavors. And as you know, wrestling is a buffet. So this is your buffet match, I believe. So that is happening on July 5th, Wet Hot American Super Show 2 at the Logan Square Auditorium. We will now go on to the conversation with Richard uh, about the power rankings. But before I do so, before I let you go onto that conversation, I just want to remind you that you can follow us at Two Heels and a Face on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's number two, Heels and a Face. And you can visit our website at twoheelsandaface.com. You can buy some Two Heels and a Face wrestling merch over at Pro Wrestling Tees. You can go to whatamaneuver.net. We have women's cuts you know baby onesies at pro wrestling tees we have the wrestling is a buffet t-shirt so check us out get you a two heels and a face wrestling pin over at wrestlingwithunicorns.org and you can also check out their merch all right enough of two heels and a face plugs let's jump into the conversation with richard and the freelance power ranking all right i am on the line with richard uh ray773 yep, the official nickname <laughs> <laughs> all right man well it's good talking to you thank you for jumping on charlie's out sick uh he's back from his trip he took care of what he needed to take care of at home now he needs to take care of himself so um it's just us two i just want to focus on the power rankings like every time i you know ever since you did that one episode with charlie and you talked about the power rankings like people have asked me like what is the criteria to those and i mean this is your thing we're just giving you a platform to talk about it i think it's super cool so can you give us some uh, like a brief description of our rankings? What you know? I know you talked a little bit about it on the last episode, but how did you get this started, and and what are your criteria and how you rank these people? And then we'll jump right into the list. Yeah, uh, with the power rankings, the uh, criteria are like the number one criteria is uh, your match victory. So if you get a win or a loss, that depend- that like matters on your ranking. Um, another one that I've added in is like the consistency. Like if you're, if you're like at the show, like month after month, like if you, like if you're a person that was like number two, you know, and you miss like the next two shows, like there's a high chance that, you know, you're dropped like dramatically on the list. And, uh, the third, uh, criteria I included in, it's like pre and like post-match actions. So if you did something that, caught our attention like after the match or before the match for example like if you won and all of a sudden you did like a major heel turn or something that'll definitely get our attention which will put you like a step or so higher on the list <laughs> cool so that i mean that seems like the it, it's it's consistency it's uh matches won and uh like any actions that you've done like pre uh during or post match like mm-hmm. for example, if if you did like a major heel turn move, like after your victory or so, like you know that'll catch all of our attention, which will probably have all of us talking about it until the next event. So that will give you like that boost on the list as well. Okay. All right. And uh, so it is the month of uh, June. Well, the month of June is coming to a close, and we already yeah. had the freelance versus the world five. Uh, yes, so it was an incredible show. It was it was pretty damn good. Uh, it was also long, but I did not mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, into these uh, power 
rankings, uh, you know, reminding everyone again that this, this is regarding freelance. Does freelance underground competition factor these guys in here, or is it just freelance wrestling? Uh, it's just uh, regular freelance. I'm not 100% like, like knowledgeable on like the freelance underground roster. So I guess mm-hmm. it was freelance because that's the one roster that I know by heart. So that's the one I've been following the longest. For sure. And it, it has to be, you know, then then criteria would need to change, right? Because how do, how do you do consistency amongst two different, you know, similar but different brands at the same time? So I get it. So freelance, yeah. wrestling, power rankings. Let's go through that list, bro. You got it. So you want to yeah. start naming that off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Starting it off at number 10, uh, I had uh, Pat Monix, uh, mainly because that match with him and Isaiah Velasquez is arguably one of the matches of the night. It could be debated that it was the match of the night. And it's pretty obvious that he's definitely over uh, with the crowd, even, like, with the victory with uh, Elliot Paul basically assisting uh, Isaiah to beat Pat Monix, like during that definitely gave him that uh, face boost. Right, right. Because Pat Monix last and the last power rankings wasn't even on the on the power rankings list, right? Um, he was actually at number ten, so he didn't move. Like he was, like there's like if there was like a ten point five or ten a, there's a few people that will that I will put right there. That's how close it was for number ten. Like if I were to have like a number 11 or a number 12, you will see how close those people were. And those people were uh, Jesus, Bryce, and Effie. So that's how close uh, the number 10 spot was. Um, going into oh. number nine was uh, Robert Anthony because his match with uh, Kylie Ray definitely caught everyone's attention. And uh, I would like to put uh, Robert Anthony over for that uh, surfboard move he did with one arm, which was, Incredible. Oh, yeah. And with him, uh, even though he was on the losing side, um, him and Frank the Clown definitely put in the work. They put in the work, but I also see that, uh, I mean, and obviously these are going to change, right, because of the their participation and outcomes of their matches. But um, yeah. I finally found the list from uh, from last time, the, the previous list. And we had uh, Robert Eagle Anthony at number seven. So he takes a yeah. drop to number nine this this time around. Yes. But does not does disappear from the list, which is a good thing. Correct. Cool. Loss, it looks like to me that he's going on some losing streak uh, with Frank the Clown. So I don't know if they'll talk it out, try to come up with a new strategy. But it seems like at first it was working, but now it's like slowly backfiring. So maybe they have to go back to the drawing board to see like what's up or something. Yeah. Maybe he has to drop the clown. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who do we have on uh, number eight? Uh, Chris Castro, which I'm still uh, – there was a picture. By the way, I'll have to give credit and thanks to Basil for letting me use his photos and the and the chart that I usually post with the power rankings. Uh, uh-huh. There's this photo that Chris Castro and his makeup that still, like, is freaking me out. Because we know that he had to dig deep inside to bring out this monster to defeat um, Rough Crossing. Right. And I mean, it's it's a feud that's been apparently. So the first uh, freelance main event was Castro versus uh, Rough Crossing, right? 
I believe so. I have to go back and watch it. But like uh, Castro, definitely the character change, him really unleashing the monster inside of him, like that was everything. Like that's that was the boost that he definitely needed. Definitely, there was no funny gimmicks on this one. Yeah. Now the question is, is he going to keep it out, or like, is this the new like Chris Castro, or is this like a one-time thing where he's back to being like the fan favorite, or is he just now a new focused Castro that's focusing like on the big prize now? Right, right. We gotta wait and see. But uh, if you ask me, I, I I would like him to keep up this this mean streak going, like not taking shit from anyone and just kicking ass. I like this Chris I, Castro for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, speaking of not taking shit from anyone, uh, number seven is Isaiah Velasquez, who everyone's still trying to figure out why. Like, what? why did he turn on the fans? And uh, I'm still lost about that. Even though, like, he did have a great match with uh, Pat Monick, we're still trying to figure out um, why did he do it? Like, what influenced him to basically turn his back on everyone? Right, because he even came out with different music. He was just, um, if, if, like, the only thing for me, like, that I, I would change in this heel Isaiah's is the gear. If he would have came out with a darker gear, um, I would have bought into it more. But uh, but definitely, like, the, the turn, I think he still has some some explaining to do on why why he turned on the crowd like that um but again like you said you know that that uh that that match versus pat like they they all they both went at it you know and gave it their all so yeah maybe it's because he sees like he sees that his time as the ace and freelance is coming to an end with the return of pat like like does is is he jealous of pat like he can't figure out the project. So Isaiah drops uh he actually climbed due to this uh to this victory. He climbed up a number. He was eight uh last go around. He's now at seven due to that win. Yes, and actually honestly I when Isaiah was the heel, like when he started off as a heel, that's when I like my honest opinion, that's when I liked him more when he was the heel, like dating back to like the beginning of freelance, like like mm-hmm. pre-beta and during beta, that's when he was like really at the top of his game. So hopefully he brings that Isaiah's back, but we'll just have to see. For sure. Um, and a number six. Uh, number six is Kylie Ray. She's at number six. Um, this is where the consistency kicks in because I know she was at a higher ranking the month, the month before last when she lost her title to Ethan Page. And she wasn't on the car uh, last month, but this month she came back, had that incredible uh, two-on-one handicap match against uh, Robert Anthony and Frank the Clown, and also came out victorious. So with that all together, it gave it gave her that boost up to uh, number six. So with uh, number five, um, it's Jeremy's best friend, uh, Darren Corbin. <laughs> Aaron Corbin definitely with the uh with his posse now. Um he's definitely getting that consistency and, and, and I just I mean, all things aside, like when when uh when he walks to that curtain and Jeremy's out there and he's giving him hell, like everybody wants to take a picture of that, everybody wants to take a video of that, like it's it's so fun to see that that happen. 
Yeah, it's funny that that when you look on Twitter at people that probably never been to a freelance show or like outsiders, they look at that and they think that, oh, this guy is out of control, he's out of hand, he shouldn't be doing this, but little do they know like this is what we do, this is our family, like everyone knows about this. It's basically part of freelance uh, repertoire. <laughs> right, right. That that's the freelance faithful for you. Yeah, it's like it's like you know it you know it's part of it if Derek Corbin purposely slows down in front of him, like he knows what's coming. Like we've been doing this for like a year and a half or so, right? Or like two yeah, years yeah. already. Yeah, so Darren knows that this is coming. And uh about the match, uh it was it took some getting used to seeing Kenny Sutra in there with uh Bucky and Darren, like you saw That's you saw, right, like, he filled in, right? The, yeah, it wasn't like the teamwork that we're used to seeing with the taking home records. You saw like a lot of adjustments and like a lot of loose things happening in there. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you saw that Kitty Sutra was the one that took the fall in that match. For sure. Who who were their opponents? It was it was uh Kiku Tero, Effie and Eric Cannon. I and Eric yeah, Eric Cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was I think that was another another uh, contender for one of the the best matches. I I enjoy. I I mean, you had Effie who, who I I think he's great. And then I really like Kiku Tero. And then you have Darren Corbin uh, on the other side and and Bucky and you know, not to forget Aaron Cannon. Like I think it was it was one of the, you know, I I know you mentioned that uh Pat and Isaiah's could be one of the best matches in the that uh, six man tag was also pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And it's like if if Kiko or Effie is in the match, you're bound to have an entertaining match. Mm-hmm. And I also like that Darren Corbin he could switch to that entertaining heel. Like if he's in a match, like in an entertaining match, he has what it takes to be like that entertaining heel, like that bad guy that people basically laugh at during the match. Like, he knows what to do to make us laugh at him for his mistakes. For sure, yeah. So it's like there's incredible matches where he's, like, dead as serious, like that monster heel. And then there's those matches where, you know, he could entertain the crowd and be, like, that entertaining heel. So it's like a major thumbs up for him for that. Absolutely. He, that's why he, I mean, last month he was at number five, and he stays at number five. Yes. Uh, number four is the current uh, freelance underground champion, uh, GPA. Uh, this and was the say- first – this match that happened at Freelance versus the World 5 was the first out of uh, – best out of five, right? Yes, that was the first match to determine, like, the stipulation for the first uh, winner. And, like, even though that was the closing match of a very long night of matches, it was actually a good match to close out on. Absolutely, I would not disagree with that. And with uh, Craig Mitchell, as we know, getting the victory and going on the next day to challenge uh, GPA to a to a tables match, not a table of contents match, as GPA <laughs> tried to turn it into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, hate, well, like him or hate him, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was literally worried, like, if he gets away with this. <laughs> right. Uh, 
Yeah, this looks like a few that's also a hot start. And I know that they announced already at the next freelance show will be uh, GTA and Nas versus uh, Craig Mitchell and a partner of his choosing. So that would definitely tear the house down. Mm. And so right now the series is Craig Mitchell's two up, right? No, it's uh, one one. It's uh, one GTA one. That's one. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was also a spot where two tables broke at Freelance Underground. So. Yeah, that was but, very debatable. Yeah. The very first table. <laughs> so, right, right. GPA gets the win. He's uh, he's at number four. Yes. And at number three, we have who? Uh, at number three, we have the current uh, tag team champions, uh, the Workhorse Men. Nice. They, they did drop. They dropped from uh, being number one last month to number three. Yeah. Like they they retained match, their titles, though. Yeah, they retained the titles on account of the match being a double disqualification, which everyone right. thought was BS, right? Yeah, it's like, let them fight. We don't care if they went into the hallway. Like, that. that's a norm <laughs> here. Just let them fight. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, they, they definitely hang on. Have, they have hung on to these titles for, for a while now. I really don't know who their next challenge would be. Or who's uh, who, like they? They've been so strong. I don't know who who take the titles away from them. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out who. Cause my original prediction was the Space Pirates were going to take it, but as we see, even though it was a double DQ, like even they weren't able to you know, technically stop them. And it's right. officially been a, been a year since they won the titles, so it's like who can they bring in? Like who could stop these two? Right, or or what teams can form within the, the, the roster right now that can become a, a force to stop these guys because I, I don't know who will at this point. I mean, we've we've tried that, like a team that formed in uh, Isaiah and Craig Mitchell, and even they couldn't stop these That's teams. right. So it's like <laughs> the top two people <laughs> in the company couldn't stop them. Like, who can? Yeah, all the gold was in that match, right? Yeah. Uh, number two, we have uh, Craig Mitchell. Um, like I said, with him and his match with uh, GPA, with him getting the victory, was an incredible match, despite it being at the end of a very, very long day for us. But they still managed to keep us with energy to see this um, incredible closer to Freelance versus the World. You know, another reference back, Craig Mitchell moved up a spot with that win, obviously. Um, he was at number three. He's now at number two in the power yep. rankings here. So um, yeah, I mean the the guys in a in a in this series with GPA, which I I I mean I wouldn't put it past him. Like he can definitely become the champion at the end of the summer. Yes, if this, I mean, what can we say about this series? I'm looking forward to it going all the way, but at the same time, we don't know if. This might be GPA's only win, or GPA might win the next one, and Craig comes from behind. But either way, just we're in for a great summer with these two. All right. So our number one, it can be no other than the first ever uh, freelance legacy champion, um, the eye candy, uh, Elliot Paul. What a win for him! For like, I mean, it, the way he won, and then. He also interrupted the the Isaiah's Pat Monix. Like, like he's full on heel mode, and 
doesn't seem like he's taking shit from anybody. And I, I don't know. I don't know if the he's going to, you know, pair himself with Isaiah's or or it was just like one of those things of like he just wanted to attack Pat. I don't know what his his reasoning behind that was. But, I mean, I he, he was definitely one of the – everybody in that match for the Legacy title was definitely a contender. Um, mm-hmm. I knew that he had a shot at winning it, but I also he was not my pick to win it. Yeah, he was like when I first heard about it, I was like, "Yeah, Elliot has to win it." Just seeing like, like the way like his come up to that championship, yeah. like I among other people were in the group despite him being a heel. Like we're chanting like he deserved it because he definitely uh, deserves this championship. And, like, this is the step that he has to take to one day, hopefully, he'll actually main event a show and later on become the, like, top guy, the uh, freelance championship. And, and he has to define what what the legacy title means, right? He has to set the bar as he is the yeah. first one. He needs to set the bar on how this title is going to get treated going forward, I think. Yeah, because, like, no matter what happens, um, him having a first ever, like, as on his resume will say a lot. It will mean a lot. So it's up to him to show us, like, what is this title? Like, what does this title mean to us? Like, why should we care about this title? Like, basically, the ball is in his hands for the future of Freeland. And, and I got to say, like, my thoughts, uh, well, uh, last month when they revealed the title, I'm like, it looks cool but eh, iffy about it uh but now that i got a good chance to look at at the title and hey maybe because i candy's wearing that title it looks it looks way better to me now maybe he could possibly use it as a way like as a cash-in title like cash-in to get his guaranteed champion match like anything ah, happen with this with this championship yeah for sure like it's it's it will be interesting to see uh, what he does with the title and how he carries himself as a champion, right? Like we've seen, we've seen him, you know, grow and develop into this version of I Candy Elliot, and and it'll be cool to see what he does forward as the first ever um, legacy champion at Freelance. Yeah. So I'm gonna go real quick through the list. Uh, at number one, we have I Candy Elliot. At number two, we have Craig Mitchell. Number three. Work Horseman, number four, GPA, number five, Darren Corbin, number six, Kylie Ray, number seven, Isaiah Velasquez, number eight, Chris Castro, number nine, Robert Eagle Anthony, and number 10, Monix. It's funny that I'm on Twitter and this person just called. He, they were looking at the rankings and someone called uh, Elliot Paul the Darren Corbin of freelance. And I don't know, that just made me pop like laugh. Like a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so real quick before I forget, what's your take on the freelance champion? He hasn't main evented a freelance show yet with the title. I mean, as a champion, um, all ego mm-hmm. Ethan Page. What's your take on him carrying the title, um, being a champion? Obviously, because he's a champion, he doesn't get to go into the rankings. Uh, I'd say if he really wants the 
main event picture, he's going to have to take it. It's like he's settling, and then, like, afterwards, he's, like, mad about it. Like, if you want oh, that that's a good point. Match, if, if you want that main event, like, like, take it. Like, make sure you are the main event, you know? Yeah, for sure. You're you're like, you he, make a good point in in him like complaining after the fact. Yeah, like if you want if you really want that spot, hey, like hold a show hostage. Like nothing's happening until I get that spot. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think you know his promo work and and everything he does. I'm I'm a huge fan of of Ethan Page. Um, you know, I really enjoy you know cutting a promo on anybody. But I think you're right. I think he needs to really demand and, and, and figure out a way to, to main event because he is the champion. And But the, the, the freelance crowd is not just going to take him cutting a good promo on somebody to, to give him that slot. So he definitely has to go out of his way, earn it, and, and, and make that, um, make that uh, main event. Uh, slot, you know, means something and, and set the pace for the for the rest of the of the guys, right? Right, and I remember at the last show, he was talking about how he's basically holding the title hostage and not coming back until he gets a like a worthy opponent. Like, him doing that, little does he know, like like I said, we have a first ever champion that they're already like all he's doing is basically raising the stock of, of Ike and mm-hmm. Elliot, like why not be that in main him? event spot? Yeah, that main event spot is definitely for the taking for him. So, with Ego basically holding the title hostage, like uh, Elliot has a chance to make that make us see that his title is like more prestigious. It means a lot because who knows that might be the main event uh, title match for the next show. For sure. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, definitely, this the, the the legacy title. Like we've, you know, Charlie and I have always talked about if Freelance should have a, a you know a mid card title or another title. And now that they've done it, it definitely opens a world of possibilities, uh, and especially yeah. with with Ethan Page holding that title hostage for sure. Um, because yeah, also he- the Freelance Underground title gets defended at Freelance, so. Yeah, it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even if uh, Elliot defends it all in scramble matches, like that will say a lot about him. Like month after month, he's he's successfully defending his title against like five people if it's a six man scramble, or even seven other people if it's an eight man scramble. So if that like adds up every month, like people will notice, like, hey, this dude is defending his championship every month against uh, like a wide array of people. Like that will get people talking. For sure. Yeah, this allows everybody to to reach that brass ring, right? And and, and go for the top. Um, the the possibilities are are there. So yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to what to see what's to come for for freelance. And uh, you know, I think looking at at the at the power rankings uh, for this month, I think they make perfect sense. And you know. If if I was to ask you who who goes up to number one or or does eye candy stay at number one for next month? Uh, I think uh, eye candy might is going to hold on to the number one spot for a while. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking the same thing. Um, I think definitely um, Pat and Chris Castro, Pat Minex and Chris Castro, will start making their way to the top. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the the roster is, is pretty solid. I mean, I love all those guys, so it, it, I'm, I'm just in for the ride. Yeah, it's just time for us to sit back and enjoy the ride because it's like every card is better than the previous. Absolutely. Um, all right, Rashad, well, I appreciate you jumping on and giving us the power rankings for this month. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, uh, Twitter, Instagram? I don't know. Uh, you have a blog, and you're also uh, posting uh, at Two Heels in a Face, right? Yes. Um, Give us all that me, info. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook, and that's at uh, I am Richard H. Um, like you said, I blog for you guys, Two Heels in a Face. So you can also check out uh, RichardBlog.com. And if you see me at your local show, don't be shy. Say hi. I'll say hi back. Invite you to our squad. Um, if there are any wrestling promotions in Chicago that need promoting, um, your guy that hit up. That's right. Uh, I think for for this freelance show, you were out passing out flyers and stuff, right? Like the flyers were pretty damn dope, to be honest. Yeah, it's like like you couldn't resist. Like it's funny saying like like it's almost July and I'm still saying like freelance versus the real flyers are still like <laughs> up and about. <laughs> Well, that's awesome, man. Um, I am looking forward to the next show, um, whichever promotion that is, because I know you're all over the place at all times. So I'll be looking forward to seeing you soon. And uh, thanks again for jumping on. Thanks for having me.